we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 19th, 2017. And this is part one. It's probably going to be a fairly lengthy study. Um, I don't know exactly the date I'll get this up, but um, doing this on Sunday, 11-19. The reason I'm saying that is because some of the news that I'm going to be covering, there may be a lot breaking this week, and um, hopefully this will still be all current, but there's a lot of stuff coming this week regarding the first part of this study that we're talking about. And the reason I'm really wanting to cover this is more for prayer purposes of my listeners and you know the body of Christ in general regarding this particular information. We're going to be looking at a lot of the, um, the sealed indictments that I've been hearing a lot about regarding Hillary Clinton, regarding potentially the Podestas. And this all strikes back at the core of what we're talking about with this satanic pedophile uh, sex child trafficking movement that really deserves a lot of prayer. And I just don't think that the body of Christ in general in America is probably devoting a lot of time to this because they're totally unaware. Because most of the time, whatever church they're going to, they're most likely not hearing any of this information. So um, that's why I, I want to cover this today. There, There's a lot of very, very potentially positive things on the very near horizon regarding these matters. Now, I would imagine that Satan would strike back like never before if these dominoes start to fall. And uh, again, all the more reason to, to pray about these matters. And I'm going to give clarity on this issue with what we're going to be covering. So let's go ahead and start the first video. And it's entitled, FBI Informant Reads a Document on Live TV that made has Hillary Clinton panicking. Start getting to the bottom of this real Russian collusion. The American people have a right to know. Tonight we're finally making progress. Here with reaction, the attorney that is representing the FBI informant, Victoria Tunsing, as well as the Hills, John Solomon, Circuit News, Sarah Carter. I'm beginning to think you guys are the Woodward and Bernstein of our time. Thank you both uh, for being here. I know it's taken a lot of courage on your part, and you've taken a lot of. So again, I'm not I'm not giving some kind of blanket endorsement to Sean Hannity or, or these types of things, but the information they're covering is easily verifiable and factual, and in my regard, a very righteous pursuit because it is righteous to root out, to reprove, to manifest, as the Bible talks about, to expose evil. That's the whole big premise of, of my ministry, of the ministry God's put me in. We're contending for truth. There's so many lies about out there that are just a normal part of everyday life for 99.9% of all people that live in America and around the world. We live in this matrix of lies. And um, one of the main ones is, is that these politicians and these people in high places are, are there and they're there for our best interest and, and there's really no real corruption and these types of things. And if people only knew the level of depravity that we're talking about here, with the pedophilia, with, with the, the, the murders, with the child sex trafficking and all of these things, I mean, I really do think it would motivate a lot of people to want to do the right thing if they have any conscience whatsoever. So let's go further here. This is a panel that Sean Hannity's having on a show on Fox News uh, that we're talking about here personal hits 
Uh, but now the evidence is overwhelming. Victoria, let's start with what we were asking for last night has now come out. That, in fact, the NDA, the non-disclosure. <laughs> I love when my guests come with props. That's great. Tell us what you got there. Well, I have the letter that you read, the press release that you uh, tracked. Um, actually, the wording is the same in my letter. It's just to me. This is Victoria Tozin, attorney representing the FBI informant. This is the FBI informant that has all of this information, I believe, on the Uranium One deal and how the Clintons are involved. Telling me uh, to get in contact with the FBI about the process. Okay, so the process would be that the NDA will be lifted, and the informant, and we were told he knew in two... So an NDA non-disclosure agreement, meaning that there was this gag order on the informant that he could never talk about this Uranium One deal and how the Clintons are involved, but now Congress has agreed to lift it and um, to actually, for this person to actually testify before Congress. This person, then they're going to name the person, uh, we're going to name the person in a little bit, really needs a lot of prayer because... I wouldn't be one bit surprised that this person dies in some weird, crazy death like all of this. the other thousands of people have died regarding the Clinton body count. Um, if you want to know more about that, going all the way back to Mena, Arkansas, when Bill was governor there, and all the stuff they were doing, all the wickedness they were doing, uh, research just Key and Clinton Chronicles on YouTube. And you'll be able to watch the documentary. I, I had it when it was a VHS tape. I might, still might even have it. And it was incredibly eye-opening. And this, this is ancient news. These people are nothing but pure evil. They are of their father, the devil. And of his works, they will do. So the only thing they can do is evil and lie. And Queen Witch Hillary, I'll tell you, she's, she's really, I mean... She seems to be front and center on this. She's higher up than Bill on the occult scale. She's a higher level occultist, a higher level witch than Bill is. And um, that's been known for a long, long time. And uh, she's really at the root source of a lot of this. And I understand you could say, well, yeah, she's just a puppet on a string. Her Illuminati handlers or whatever, her higher ups. I'm not saying she's not controlled by higher ups in the Illuminati. But she is the tool which they have used to perpetuate more evil than just about anybody I've, any one person I've ever seen in high-level politics. And you could say the Bushes and Dick Cheney, you know, yeah, I'm sure you could make a case for all of them. But Hillary's, it's just overt evil. It's just in-your-face evil. And this is what we're talking about exposing now, and actually where it actually has teeth, where they can go after this satanic vessel of the devil. 2009 and 2010 before the uranium one deal was done that he had overwhelming evidence that he had emails that he had documents that he has tapes that would show the bribery the racketeering the corruption the money laundering and extortion is that what we expect to hear yes and he can put a lot of meat on those bones that um, sarah and john have uh, built for us he can give context and he can tell about conversations the russians had about what they were doing with various uh, piles of money and the uranium Where did the money one. come from, Victoria? Uh, Russia. I, I, I'm not going to get into that yet. Let's get. Let's wait till okay. he, he tells us. Sarah, let's go to you. And John, you guys have been amazing on this. I really give you guys a lot of credit. Okay. Let's go to 2009. What did the FBI know? And why would people 
like Robert Mueller, the director of the FBI at the time, or Rod Rosenstein, who was ahead in the, best, in the investigation, why would they have ignored this? And then also, the Department of Justice, Eric Holder, had to know what the FBI had. Why would he ever sign off on giving Putin 20% of our uranium when the evidence shows he was trying to corner the market here? Well, I certainly think, Sean, that what's going to happen here is that this investigation, like Victoria said, there's going to be a lot more meat on these bones. And what we knew from now, looking at the documents, back in 2009, they were well aware of money laundering, kickbacks connected to the Russian uranium industry and connected to firms here inside, you know, inside the United States. So one of the things that they're going to be looking for is those connections and where did that money go and who they were bribing and how real a national security threat was this? I mean, was this just kind of covered up? Because remember, nobody back then actually knew. There was an ongoing investigation, so it was really up to the FBI. From And the informant, the confidential informant, spent four years undercover. And there it was like four years before any charges were brought against these players. And remember, they were only brought against these players. Very minor, you know, charges. Uh, and the exposure to these companies was not made public. So I I think right now, the House Intelligence Committee, the House Oversight Committee, the Senate Judiciary Committee, and hopefully a special counsel will look into this and connect I, all of those I, dots. I, I want to just stay on this, and I promise we'll, we have plenty of time tonight because you guys are here for a while. So for four years, this FBI informant, Victoria's client, worked undercover, and he discovered a, a network, if you will, evidence mm -hmm. that showed not only did they use money laundering, kickbacks, bribery, extortion, but that they also had the evidence mm -hmm. that this was a network that was being built and designed by Moscow and Vladimir Putin to corner uranium market in this country. He knew that. He knew that at the time. Is that what you're saying? That's and exactly to peddle influence, And to peddle influence uh, with the State Department and the Clintons. First, we'll go to Sarah. Then we'll go to John. Sarah. Yes, uh, I mean one of the one of the biggest issues was that Vladimir Putin wanted to penetrate the U.S. uranium market, as well as our energy market. This was a huge deal for him. He wanted to move this through. It was a main main point in, in all of the things that he did. And I think that the informant who was privy to these conversations, who had recordings, wow. who uh, had Does emails, is able to show that. Does he still have I'm going to leave that to Victoria to answer. Victoria? We'll let you know. We'll let you know what he has. <laughs> you know, I, you've been a friend for years. You're so tough. It drives me crazy, but I love you for it. Uh, and I'd hire you in 20 seconds. And again, this is what... <clears throat> I mean, there's so much stuff breaking on this right now. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm keeping it, trying to keep a track on this day by day, but they're saying potentially this week could be when this the dam really starts to break on this information and it'll be such a tidal wave of, of basically um, damning information and that that's not a cuss word in the way I'm using it. it but that it will just be beyond undeniable now again this is why I'm really hoping a lot of people will pray about this so that this actually has teeth because there's a lot of stuff that's come out that nothing you know that is of a unbelievable horrific nature uh, regarding our government and these types of people within our government and as of yet really nothing has been done to do anything about it so i really believe it's only through the hand of god that this is actually going to really change you, we, we can have all the grassroots effort in the world but unless god is behind it 
we're not going to, we're just not going to see the results that we want to see. Because you're so good. All right, John Solomon, let's go to this, this issue. This is a huge, we have all, you go back, it's two years since we learned about Uranium One. Peter Schweitzer will join us later. You guys have been digging and investigating now for a long time. Bit by bit, you're putting this together. Is this a network? Was, it, was Vladimir Putin, through agents, trying to corner the market in uranium? And our FBI knew about it. And Eric Holder, the head of the, the attorney general, the head of the Department of Justice, actually signed off on this? Well, uh, listen, one of the things, I, today I ordered up the transcript for the sentencing hearing, and there's an amazing gap from a few months before these guys pled out, where the government said, we think this leads all the way to Russia, that the benefactors are in Russia, and that the people who control the conspiracy were in Russia. And then when they got to the sentencing hearing, they kind of minimized it, saying, we really don't know where the money went. And the judge was kind of incredulous, saying, well, how could you not know where the money's going? But one of the more important things that they did say at the sentencing was, there's no doubt that this compromised America's nuclear security. There was no doubt that it was a corrupt scheme that could have put uh, uranium uh, in danger. All right, so, John, let me ask you. Yeah. So, Bill Clinton gets twice his normal speaking fees in Moscow. At the time, he's asking his own wife's State Department to get permission for him to meet with, with nuclear uh, uh, operatives in, in Russia, people involved in this sort of thing. He didn't, then got to meet with Putin. He's being paid by a bank that has a financial interest in Uranium One. Uh, meeting with Putin, wanting to talk to the nuclear officials in Russia, talks to Putin, the deal gets done, but our government knew about the bribery, money laundering, you know, all this other corruption. They knew about it the whole time. How could you possibly sign that deal and give America's uranium away and sell our country's security out? There's no doubt that the color of money that was raining down during this period was noticeably red. It was coming from Moscow. I've been working on a project just putting all the different monies that came in from Russia. It's over $40 million over a two, three-year period going to people around the Clintons. That can't be an accident. And $40 Sean, million before they signed off on Uranium One. I'm sorry, Sean? $40 million before they signed off on Uranium One? Well, during the time when uh, Uranium One was being reviewed, after it was uh, approved, and while these new nuclear commercial contracts that were coming in from the utilities were also getting a nod from the Obama administration. It's a two, three-year window, but it's a lot of money. And uh, tomorrow or the next couple of days, we'll be able to come on and lay out that <laughs> money path for you. Hey, Sean, right, don't stay. forget yeah, that my Big client break. was being told by the FBI that President Obama was being briefed on this matter. Wouldn't yeah. we know from his presidential daily briefing? We would. We, can we get those, John and Sarah? In other words, everybody that was within the Obama administration in particular is, is all in on it at the highest levels, including that devil Obama. So they're all implicated, and I really look at this like a satanic house of cards. And rats on a sinking ship, however, whatever kind of analogy you want to use, and when a lot of these high-level people, they start to go down. This actually has starts to have teeth. Well, I really believe they're going to start turning on one another to cut deals. Because that's what traders do anyway. They're not going to have any allegiance to anybody if they can escape possibly the death penalty or um, a long prison term. I mean, these, these should all be death penalty offenses, what we're talking about. I mean, this is high treason against your own country that Hillary and Bill were participating in and a host of other other people, and, and that's a death sentence. So, again, will it end up having teeth? Will this end up, I, I really believe, only through God's 
intervention that is going to happen. And I'm going to have a whole section at the end of this teaching on ways that we can wage warfare against it. And some of this I've covered in the past, but I've never really covered it to this extent. Um, so I think that'll be helpful for a lot of people. And it's going to cover a lot more than just even that. But that'll be at the end of, of this study. Way on top. You're all staying, so don't go anywhere. We're going to come back. So earlier tonight, big news. The Department of Justice announced that the FBI informant at the center of this Uranium One scandal will be permitted now to testify and speak out before Congress. That NDA is lifted. We continue with John Solomon from The Hill. Circa News is Sarah Carter and the lawyer for this FBI informant, our friend Victoria Tunsing, also joining us now. Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett, who has identified a lot of crimes here. I want to go back to where we were, though. Victoria, your client is saying... Just so we're clear, that the president was made aware in 2009 of all of the bribery, all of the kickbacks, all of the extortion, all of the money laundering, and Vladimir Putin's intention to corner the American uranium market. Am I getting that right? You are. Well, the FBI told him that that was true. Now, what, were they fibbing? I doubt it. If they were being very specific about... We're giving it to the president in his daily briefing, and that was prior to October 2010 when the CFIUS decision was made. And, and, and Mueller and Rosenstein, they knew about it, but they're now investigating Trump-Russia collusion? Isn't there a little conflict there? Yeah, yeah, it's really, really bizarre. You can't even make, I couldn't write a novel this bizarre. No, but you, we, we deal in appearances of conflict, so, you, I mean, that should be enough right there. Right there, exactly. Just the appearance of impropriety. We have so much more coming. All right, you've identified, thank you for handing this to me. I love Greg, he does all the research. Um, how many crimes? 13 potential crimes <laughs> committed by Hillary Clinton. She could be charged uh, for six anti-corruption statutes. They're all felonies. She could also be charged with racketeering for using her charity as a criminal enterprise. And then you've got all of the email crimes, two of them under the Espionage Act and two additional. And now this latest dossier information, you can't pay a foreign national relative to a political campaign. And it appears she also and the DNC hid it in their disclosure reports which could also be criminally charged. But but the, let's go to this one issue here. But the fact that they knew that Russia was doing this and they still signed off on it and all the money ended back in the Clintons, I, I, I don't see, to me, who would ever, just on the face of it, give the hostile nation that we, the media has been telling us about for a year and, and the hostile actor, Vladimir Putin, 20% of our uranium, knowing that his agents are in the United States doing all this. And the Nuclear Regulatory Commission confirmed to the New York Times that huge quantities of yellow cake uranium, the composite dust material that's used for nuclear weapons, left the United to States Canada. to Canada, where it was then shipped overseas. And so, you know, when I hear Democrats today say, Oh, it never mm -hmm. lasts in the United States because that was part of the deal that it stayed here. Oh. <laughs> the Nuclear Regulatory Commission says didn't happen. Wow. Uh, let me go back to John Solomon. John, let's talk a little bit. Mueller was the FBI agent. Rosenstein was in charge of this investigation. How did they get, how with that conflict, that no, mm -hmm. they knew all this information, and Eric Holder was the head of the Justice Department at the time, 
And now, of course, we may have President Obama himself knowing all of this. How could anybody have allowed this all to happen and allow Moscow and Putin to be successful? Well, that's a $64,000 question, right? We need to know who knew what and when, right? And why did they make decisions if they had the knowledge? And if they made decisions without the knowledge, how could it be that they didn't know these things going on in government? There, I think the committees are going to dig into this. I've talked to several of the lawmakers involved in this investigation, and they know exactly the questions they want to ask. They know the documents they want. And I think today's breakthrough moment, getting that informant, Victoria's client, to be able to testify is going to answer a lot of questions that we've been in the dark on for eight years. You go back to 2009. And I Okay, so that go, it goes on for a little bit longer, but um, obviously they knew everything. Obviously the Clintons and them were all behind it. They were the ones that <clears throat> helped orchestrate it. I mean, if there's if there's some evil thing that is going on in this country that's going to destroy this country, potentially, or, or have a part in destroying it, people like the Clintons are going to be behind it. They're, 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 people like them are going to try to sell this country out in every possible way, shape, and form. Um, one of the big, like I've said, one of the main dominoes that has to fall in order for the New World Order to be implemented is really America itself. I've talked a lot about the middle class, but America itself, for, for America itself to be literally just devastated. And then you have this Deagle statistics that we've talked about where they're projecting by like 2024, 2025, 85% reduction in population and all the sources are our military, all the sources are like Department of Defense, I mean, all of these high-level, what are they basing those off of? I mean, you know, that's kind of a an alarming statistic, 85%, right? and, and again, what are they actually planning in order to implement that and in order to totally destroy this country? So, um, let's go further here. The next report is uh, called Breaking FBI Official Unloads on Hillary Clinton. This is devastating. Hillary Clinton is known for being surrounded by corruption and more deep state cronies as the former FBI uh, Assistant Director James Callstrom has come forward to give them a piece of his mind. And we're just going to play a little bit of this clip. Former assistant FBI director, he is right here in New York. James, did Comey fold? Well, I think he folded a long time ago. I mean, I've been talking with you about this for well over a year. You know, the fact that he was acting strange, doing things that were not, you know, things the FBI should be doing, not putting people before a grand jury. Uh, I mean, the notion that Barack Obama was going to let Hillary Clinton, you know, get indicted, you know, that was obvious to anybody that knows anything at the very beginning. So... I mean, the fact that he changed some language, fine, but it's like you and I building a cake. So Comey was just there essentially to basically protect Hillary and the Obama and their, and their interests and to keep the, the lid, the cover on all of their nefarious crimes and deeds. Putting a cake in the oven with no flour, no eggs, and no sugar. And now we're talking about this minute thing about the salt shake, oh, maybe wasn't right. I mean, it's just, you know what I mean? Okay. It's just with the whole abundance of things that this guy did. You know, he was a political, turns out, unfortunately, he was a political hack. You think you know, that flat out James Comey sided with the Obama administration, sided with Hillary Clinton? Flat out, you think that? Yeah, and I think he uh, maybe started out in an honorable way. I think his uh, opinion of himself was, you know, sky high. You know, just unbelievable guy with uh, really? just the arrogance about him, yeah. And that got him in trouble because I think he thought he was Superman. You know, and, and uh, he, he found out that he wasn't. 
And uh, of course, uh, the dogs are always going to bite your heels when you're, when you're dealing with the Clintons. I mean, look how long the public, the American people, have been dealing with the crime syndicate known as the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> Strong you know, stuff. I mean, I, mean, I mean, this is a former FBI high-level guy here. I mean, former FBI assistant director saying that, you know, look how long we've been dealing with this literal Clinton crime syndicate. They're, I mean, I'm hearing them say things now on mainstream media, okay? This is mainstream media we're looking at. Now, granted, it's not CNN, but, I mean, it's mainstream stuff here that I've never heard before. So that's why I'm saying this could we could be on the verge of a very, very positive thing here, and it also could be we could be on the verge of, of literal, I mean depending on what God would allow them to do, the literal implosion of America, because if they if they would literally take all of America down, if they could, in order to protect themselves. And so it's it's like the Bible talks about perilous times, and, and we're definitely in those. I, I don't think any of us really understand how perilous this time actually is, or potentially could be. Seriously, I mean, there's no question about it. You just look at what's in the public domain, I mean, the Clintons have been, I mean, taking advantage of, the, of, of their stations in life for so long. I mean, back in the 90, 95, 96, somewhere around there, Bill Clinton let our guidance technology for our ICBM missiles go to China. I mean, you know, things like this that are very different. I mean, just be our ICBM, intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missiles. He let that technology go to China, one of our main, you know, adversaries, essentially. Hey, they don't care. Their mission is to destroy America. It's always been both Bill and, and Hillary. Okay, and and this is what's coming out now. It's been known, obviously, but now it's coming out in mainstream news arenas. And again, I haven't really ever seen that before. Now today we we sold twenty percent of our our uh, uranium. Uh, uranium. I mean, come on. For what reason? Why was that? Okay. Why all of a sudden? Um, does someone appoint this guy, the Deputy Attorney General, you know, what is it, what's his name? I forget his Rosenstein? name even. Rod Rosenstein. Rosenstein, yeah. And uh, what does he do as soon as he gets in there? He appoints a special counsel. Who is it? It's Bob Mueller. Roll the tape backwards, okay? Bob Mueller is the FBI director, right? Rosenstein is the U.S. Attorney in Baltimore prosecuting people involved in this, this case, right? You think it's yep. all woven together, almost a semi-conspiracy to support... You know, I leave at night and I, I thought, you know, first off, why would they appoint Rosenstein, someone who was basically put in there by the Democrats, Barbara Mikulski, you know, put this guy... Now you're going to name this guy the Deputy Attorney General when the Attorney General has recused himself from this huge forest fire that's burning up his real estate, and you're going to put some guy in there that has no... You know, you don't have to put your brother in there like Kennedy did, but put somebody in there that agrees with the policies you're trying to trying to put together. And then Rosenstein throws his hand grenade at you by um, by naming this council, which was BS, and putting Mueller, who has a conflict of interest 20 miles wide, in as the job. And then later on we find out, you know, Mueller and all these people are sort of, I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but it sure smells like one. And we've got all these major crime things bubbling, all of which were 20 times worse than Watergate, you know, and nothing seems to be happening. Right. The attorney general is either in a coma or uh, I don't know wh what, what his problem is, but, I mean, 
just the unmaskings of names alone yep. is a major scandal. What's going on there? Now we've got the Intelligence Committee in the House playing, you know, goody-goody two-shoes with this guy that runs, runs GPS, you know, the intelligence. Oh, why are we doing that with him? I mean, why are we... Why is he setting the rules? James, the whole is, thing is nuts. It's one question after another. Yeah. But you've laid it out very well. Come back soon, okay? Because I want more on this. Okay, so we have that. And again, just... I'm only giving you a fraction of what's up there. And this is a, a report, this is a, a story or an article that, not an article, but this is a story where there's just stuff breaking sometimes, several times per day, and, and they're saying this week could be the tipping point, and I, I hope it's true. Um, now, this was just published uh, yesterday on the 18th. Sean Hannity's strange tweet earlier this morning, Hannity tweeted the following, quote, TikTok from now until next year on many fronts, Monday starts what will become an avalanche. Okay, and this is directly related to these what we just have been covering now, okay, regarding the Uranium One deal, regarding Hillary Clinton, regarding the corruption. There's a lot of these sealed indictments. We're going to talk about those. And then he said, love to all the deplorables. That's what Hillary called the conservative Trump movement or whatever, the deplorables. And then he says, TikTok. So, Let's go further. This is entitled 1186 National Indictments Sent Around Hillary Clinton, Uranium One, and Pedophiles. Because this is all lumped together. So let's go ahead and cover this. April or June. Hey everybody, it is April or June. It is November 15th, 2017. Amazingly, now there are over 1,100 sealed indictments over the entire United States. And Monday morning... Jeff Sessions was speaking to senators at the committee hearing, and he didn't directly say how many indictments there are, but he did hint that there are a lot, and he's been very busy since he was put in the position of Attorney General of the United States. Later that same day, Monday night, Sean Hannity addressed the fact that there was a massive amount of indictments, and he also said both Sessions and Mueller have been very busy working together. He pointed out Hillary Clinton seems to be in the center of the entire thing, which I found amazing because I just said that over the weekend. During that hearing in front of the committee, one senator asked Sessions if he was going to recuse himself from the Uranium One investigation. But Sessions was very quick, and he said, I can't answer that question because if no matter what I answer, I would either confirm or deny there was even an investigation. That was supposed to be a gotcha question that was supposed to um, mess up the testimony and trip him up. So, we know this. There are around 1,180, I think it's 1,186 sealed indictments nationwide. 108 of these are in Colorado, which makes me pretty happy since this is such a ridiculously liberal state and they're ruining the whole entire state because of it. This is going to be the, one of the most massive takedowns we've ever seen, and I believe this has to do with the entire Clinton scandal, the entire thing. From the ridiculous attempt to push this Russian collusion scandal onto the Trump campaign to the Uranium One, all of it leads back straight to Hillary Clinton and her campaign and her side of the aisle. There, there's so much corruption, it's just all connected. And on the back channels, we've had reports that Hillary Clinton was detained. 
My guess is that it has something to do with this mysterious footwear she's been seen wearing on her ankle, just as John Podesta and John McCain have. And if people have pictures of this, I'd really, really like to see pictures of these boots on their same legs. We've only seen one picture so far, and to me that's not good enough. We need to know this for a fact. We haven't heard much... Okay, so what she's at reference to is there. there's uh, Hillary Clinton, there's pictures. I mean, there's literal pictures over these boots on but john podesta evidently and john mccain all of a sudden they're all wearing these orthopedic boots on one leg well that could be an absolute cover for an ankle bracelet which is what they put on criminals when they don't want them to flee the area that they're at or if they're under like house arrest or something like that not to say that hillary clinton's under house arrest again that's a little speculative but it is kind of weird that the three what three of the main people that these um that are threatened to be exposed regarding all the stuff that we're talking about all of a sudden they're wearing these orthopedic boots on one foot all at the same time hmm i don't know that's oh and it would be the perfect cover for an ankle monitor ankle uh those tracking bracelets they put on people that are criminals so they don't flee out of any of these people and it's really kind of unusual that they haven't taken a uh, the opportunity to swipe and put on their two cents on uh, Roy Moore for this ridiculous lie that they've been spreading about um, sexual harassment and assault. Personally, I don't believe any of the crap because I know how opposition research works. We're, they do it in every single campaign, it, from the low-level campaigns to the highest campaign that there is, and they would have found this a long, long time ago. To me, it's just more of the same crap because rhinos, if they don't like somebody, they do the same thing that Democrats do. And I call them rhinos because they're not true conservatives. They're actually Democrats in Republican clothing, and I don't appreciate that at all. For this reason, I think it's a load of crap. Now, if you've been paying any attention to Q Clarence, which I have... Now again, I'm not endorsing every single thing she's saying. She's more of the opinion it's the rhinos and the Democrats. And I really am more of the opinion that the corruption is both sides of the aisle. Um, Congress, Senate, governors, complicit. The whole, I mean, the highest levels of, of our government, obviously... Um, severely complicit. I'm not acting like Trump is this, you know, perfect person or whatever either. But I, I'm talking about in general, what direction are we seeing this thing move? And and that's why I'm wanting to to explore this this subject because there there does seem a lot of there there seems that there's a lot of things we're right could be potentially right on the verge of of coming out that would be absolute total game changers, and where we could actually see these devils behind bars potentially. And rats on a sinking ship and uh, house of cards falling. And hopefully a whole bunch of them would just start turning on one another. The Bible talks about, um, you know, David's prayers and things of this nature regarding in the Psalms and things of this nature where he would pray to God to have the heathen in derision or God will have them in derision. This is where we want these evil, wicked devils. We do not want them prospering in wickedness. yes. If it be possible, I pray that the wicked be saved, those that can be saved. I also believe there's a lot of, of those devils that it's, impo it's an impossibility for them. Uh, they've so crossed the, the line so long ago. They've so sold their soul to Satan so long ago. They are literally, uh, like the Bible talks about, just like an evil seed. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. That's a quote, direct quote from the Bible. Look it up in the KJV. 
the wicked go astray from the womb? The Bible talks about in, in Jude where they were men of old appointed unto this condemnation, that they, they crept into the church unawares, and they brought in these damnable heresies and things of this nature. Well, it doesn't say, and then, then the Bible also talks about these are, and this is New Testament, that, that these are vessels of wrath, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. God even said, I have created all things for myself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Okay, now listen, that's Bible, what I'm saying there, okay? Well, does that sound like the wicked have any real hope of reconciliation to God? Well, I pray if it be possible, but there's a lot of, of, of wicked devils out there that are just plain wicked, and nothing is ever going to change it. The Bible talks about the wheat, the wheat and the tares in the Bible. Let me ask you a question. If you're a weed, meaning a tear, okay, and then you're with wheat, is there anything you could ever do to that weed to make it become good wheat? No, meaning that they're literally appointed to this destruction. And it's all the whole part of God's cosmic chess match with Satan. I don't understand it all. The Bible talks about we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. We're not going to understand. I don't understand every single thing in the Bible, Obviously, nobody does. I mean, it's, it's impossible to know every single... There's a lot of, ob obviously, cryptic language. When you look at the end times and with Daniel and, and with um, Revelation and these things. So we're not going to understand everything perfectly. But this is all part of God's plan. And we are his foot soldiers on planet Earth. And I think one of the main weapons we have in this warfare is prayer. And fasting if you feel so light and we're going to talk about that a lot at the end we're going to go over a lot of actual spiritual warfare tactics that i believe are um essential that they be implemented by the body of christ and if this was being implemented by the body of christ in mass i think that you know it would turn the world upside down in a very good way but let's go forward here but I haven't been able to post in a couple of days. There was an unusual string of posts that had bracketed words and letters. What was interesting about this is when these words were taken out of the post, it appeared to be some sort of a code, which, look at the screen, says, U.S. risk this week, God and country. Pretty odd, but definitely something is going on there, so let's remain vigilant. Then on Twitter, John Podesta was trying to push this fake Russian dossier. What was weird about it, it was he was silent for 11 days, which coincided with the arrest of his brother, Tony. That was unusual. See, people, you have to fit these puzzle pieces together. You just can't stare at them and wish they went. John Podesta and his brother, Tony, we covered this at length with the whole comment ping-pong. I mean, you know, you... you <laughs> I appreciate some of what Alex Jones does, but, you know, he's he's just said, oh, yeah, they tried to bait me in with the comic book. Listen, that was real. There's nothing I have seen that that convinces me one bit that that whole comic ping pong thing wasn't as real as it could get. We had all the, the Facebook posts and, and all of the creepy stuff that was going on in there that was easily well documented. All the things they, all the weird bands they'd had in there over the years. Um, all of the flyers they had put out from, I mean, we're talking the most sick, sadistic, child pedophilic stuff you could get into. And, and if you don't believe me, Kian um, Comet Ping Pong or Alephantus, uh, 
who was the, I believe, the owner of, of Comic Ping Pong, or Podesta in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, did several studies on that. I mean, I'm 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 absolutely 100% convinced that is 100% real. And guess what? A lot of what we're seeing now is centering around Podesta and his his wick, wicked, sick, twisted brother. I mean, the artwork that these guys, it's easily documentable. The kind of, I mean, we're talking little kids in, I mean, just really, really sick, sadistic stuff involving little children that they gravitate to regarding the artwork that they have in their offices and in their own house and even sculptures and stuff. And then that Maria Obama, Obamovich or whatever with that spirit cooking stuff, how that was all tied in with Hillary and the Podesta. I mean, this is real. These are the most wicked, sick, twisted devils you could possibly ever imagine. And they're the ones running the country, essentially, and trying to run it into the ground. And, I mean, all of this is coming together here and coalescing, and I, I'm just really praying that, that the, you know, this has teeth and that there will be justice brought forth. Together. Do you even understand how these things work? If you've been a journalist for any time at all, we get this stuff on our desks all the time and we can't usually say anything because the sources are too afraid to talk. That's the whole reason that you don't always see this in the mainstream media. What's also, what we've also learned uh, from Q is that um, he's very definite and clear about Wonderland, the White Rabbit, Snow White, and all of this code is within 4chan. There's supposedly, supposedly seven computers analyzing all of this data for all of these indictments and things and the entire investigation, and they've been given the names of the seven dwarves. Q has said that the three-letter agencies, CIA, FBI, NSA, all of those, have been infiltrated at the highest levels, and we can usually deduce things like this when we see the results. They're hiding all this information about the Clintons and covering up for them, which I don't understand. Why would you want to do that? We also know that President Trump is surrounding himself with generals because he's afraid that there's going to be some kind of a coup to take over the government. It looks like the Democrats and rhinos would be really happy about that because they are always against the people. We are conservatives. We will do what it takes now that we've got a strong leader in place. And if you've been reading any of these posts on 4chan, we've also found out that George Soros, he he's one of the main funders of every liberal group out there who wants to destroy our country. He's had his assets apparently frozen. He has been giving away billions of dollars to liberal organizations lately and encouraged other people to do so as well because he's liquidating the, his assets. He just sold... You mean Black Lives Matter, Antifa, every other transgender, uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, evil group that or anarchy group in America. George fund, George Soros is funding them. Okay? As inept as those, as those organizations are and as wicked as they are, he's the one that's been the main monetary uh, driver behind them. Why? Because he's pure evil and they are pure evil. And the, and the Muslim movement as well, the, the Islamic movement as well, they're pure evil. And therefore, if you're pure evil, you're all on the same team. That's why Muslims can yoke up with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Now, if they ever got into power, they'd probably turn and kill them unless they converted. Uh, with lesbian, bisexual, transgender, they probably would just kill them. But it's kind of ironic because the Muslims allow in their cultures, especially in the Middle East, it's commonly known, you know, they allow child rape. They, they have their chai tea boys. They have their all of that stuff going on. You know, I mean, Mohammed married uh, 
Aisha at the age of six. And that was his favorite bride. Supposedly didn't consummate the marriage until she was nine, though. How benevolent of him. Like, I believe that fork-tongued devil anyway. But these are, these are the type of degenerate, and it seems like they're always pedophiles. More and more, when you really get to the root of this stuff, it seems like it really coalesces to one of the common denominators is that they're pedophilic groups. They're, they're groups that would endorse pedophilia. Uh, we had talked before last week about the, that group that showed up, and I, I think it was with Antifa, and that they had that sign, literally banner saying, you know, no pedo bashing. No pedo bashing? Are you, I mean, the pictures are right there. They're saying, don't go against um, Black Lives Matter. Don't go against illegal aliens. Don't go against pedophiles. And I'm like, this is the, the absolute, total, not so subtle normalization of pedophilia in our society. It's very, very important for the New World Order to acclimate us to accepting pedophilia. This isn't just some ancillary issue that is never going to rear its ugly. They're trying to do it with Hollywood. They're trying to do it every way that they can. And obviously, at the beginning, they have to be more subtle about the way that they do things. But it's getting a lot less subtle, what I've noticed as of late. And the masks are coming off, and the gloves are coming off, and it needs to be the same way for the body of Christ. The gloves need to come off toward wickedness. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds, through the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and so this is what we need to focus on, and that's what we're going to be looking at more toward at the end of the teaching um so let's go forward supposedly today his stock in facebook twitter and apple and other companies so you know this information that we're getting on 4chan seems to be coming true or is real or however you want to put it they don't they don't have the money to continue some of the things that they're doing because Granddaddy Soros is liquidating everything, and we think this could be the reason that Antifa turnouts have been so poor. They just don't have the money if they have to go to jail because they've been doing things that are illegal, and George Soros was getting them out. Well, that would make sense, because remember the whole November 4th thing? I put out a whole, well, it was one of the things that was at the head of my newsletter. And again, I, I don't put that stuff out to instill fear in people, but to pray against it. If, if we're ignorant of Satan's devices, guess what? He gets an advantage of us. So that's why I'm putting this, this information out, and that was a totally huge dud. Thank God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And if, if Soros has really had his assets frozen, or a portion of them, and he can't fund these wicked things, well, that's a huge issue. And I mean, that whole November 4th thing was an absolute total dud non-issue. You know, but they said it was going to be whatever, this day of rage, and they're going to take over, and all this other stuff. Now, God intervening... Uh, could have been you know a gigantic factor there so hard to say but good things that that, that i am seeing with a lot of the stuff that we're looking at so there's some spreadsheets that I'm going to put down below. You can download those and look. They are a compilation of all the posts of Q Clarence. They're pretty interesting. I think you need to read them. We can tell the Democrats are shook up because they've been putting out false reports and false media through Media Matters, which is the David Brock organization, which is vicious, vicious Democrats. They're violent and vicious, and they push vulgarity. They're also hooked up with uh, that pedo pusher, James Elephantis. And yes, James Elephantis, I said it. I said it out loud. Yeah, that of Comet Pizza. And, and again, he came out and went after Alex Jones and said, you better retract all this or I'm going to sue you. And he did. 
he laid down to that guy, and I was that was one of the most sickening things. Now, granted, I'm not saying everything Jones has done is bad. There's a lot of different, varying, obvious opinions. I have a whole file on him that, that I've put out on all of the bad stuff that I've seen associated with him. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen him do. And to this day, whenever that's brought up, oh, they were trying to bait us in with the Comet Pizza thing. Dude, that was real, and you know it was real, and there's so much proof that it is. What's what's Alex Jones going to say when it actually comes out? All of it was, well, it, it's, it's verifiable now. I don't need to even see anymore to know that that was 100% real. The pedophilic connections with all that, with the Podestas, and how it was tied in with the Clintons, and all of this stuff. I mean, there was so much proof on that, and it's like, so you're denying this? Are you kidding me? But he was trying to, you know, protect his hiney and and not get a lawsuit from james alifantis and again um it's just a matter of standing up to these wicked devils and and that's what alifantis is in in on about a million different levels you're a pedo pusher and you guys are the ones that are behind the keurig thing and sean hannity that was a lie so, and for all the liberals who keep posting a bunch of ridiculous BS down there, I'm going to tell you something right now. In the 50s, there was a government operation called Mockingbird. It was designed specifically to infiltrate the media so they could manipulate and control what you are told and what you'll believe to be the truth. They called the people who believed the lies they were telling useful idiots. Have you ever heard that term before? And they would either place people in the media to deliver the news, or they would feed certain reporters this supposed intel. We I mean, what's George Orwell, 1984, in Brave New World? I mean, the, the whole news speak, the whole, we're going to just give you, pipe in whatever information you need to know to be a good little slave to brainwash you. And it, it's, it's, it's absolutely 100% their game plan. So you can't believe anything that's coming from these mainstream devils. And this has been going on for decades and decades. It's, and it's an absolute total satanic plot. No, they haven't quit doing this because you can just look at MSNBC, CNN, NBC, CBS, ABC, NPR, whatever. Pretty much any other source of mainstream media news, that's that's where they've infiltrated. It's so obvious these guys are lying. It's it's not hard to find out. Q clearance has been right from the beginning, from the mass shootings to the gun grab to the sealed indictments. He's said everything. Mainstream media is not going to report on this stuff because they're involved. They This is the reason they're not saying anything, because they are involved. And when they do report this, finally, because it's too blatant, they're going to twist it in their favor, and it's going to be some twisted version of the truth. They're going to attack. They will. I'm going to keep on... They're, they're absolutely part of this whole thing that we're talking about they're the actual main instrument that has allowed it to occur for so long the mainstream media uh 100% they're beyond complicit and a lot of the people that are obviously involved in the mainstream media are the bait are the perpetrators of these type of wicked evil stuff that we're talking about here today so you know obviously you know they need to be dealt with as well Fighting regardless, I stand behind the president. He has a few loyal soldiers at his side, and I'm warning you now. We need to prepare, and according to all reports, there's a civil war that's coming, and you need to prepare for this chaos. Look at BP Earthwatch's channel. He has some good stuff on there about how to be prepared and what's coming our way. These people fight back, and they fight hard. They are vicious, ferocious against conservatives and Christians. Q 
Keep your heads up, fellow patriots. Okay, so we have that report there. Um, I'm trying, again, what I always try to do with all of my studies is basically, you know, give you a good synopsis of the, mo the key points of a subject that I'm trying to cover that's basically happened since the last time I did a study. And this is what we're, we're attempting to do today. So, um, honestly, let's see here. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to keep going here. I have a little more time here and we're going to switch gears here. Okay, so continuing, we're going to switch gears here. Uh, this is entitled, Two Stabbed as Women in Burkas Take Over Mall of America. The women in burkas is different than the two people that were stabbed. Now, the Mall of America is the biggest mall in America. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have like a roller coaster in there. I mean, it's just gigantically huge. Well, the Muslims have pretty much taken over that mall from everything I'm seeing from all the indicators. Ironic scene shows Mall of America looking more like the Mall of Somalia. And, and these are Somali Muslims. They're bringing, these are the same Somali Muslims that were butchering Christians and, and still are butchering Christians in mass in Somalia. So these are some of the worst of the worst of the worst Muslims they could possibly bear. Why would they want to do that? Because they want to see whenever Satan gives the green light for whatever you know plan they're going to try to carry now i've talked about this a lot with islam yoking up with black lives matter yoking up with the with the the uh, lesbian bisexual transgender crowd yoking up with all the anarchists yoking up with the really wicked elements of the illegal aliens and those gangs and then all of the other foreign troops on our soils all of them together as this satanic force in order to attack america from within if if god allows that <clears throat> and this is going to be one of their main foot soldiers. They're already here. They're already prepositioned. They're already taking over uh, total areas. There's already no-go zones in like Dearborn, Michigan and parts of, of, of Minnesota and Michigan where they've taken over. And this is an area that they're trying to do that as well. So uh, now again, this is a video from Alex Jones. Again, I'm not giving any kind of blanket endorsement here. But what he's talking about here is factual and easily verifiable. So, again, I use Alex Jones like I would use if I had a report from RT, Russia Today, or something that's easily verifiable. And, and that's why I'm playing this, this video here. So let's go forward. And then here is our new Somali god, Bahad Adradam, 20, is accused of stabbing two people at the Mall of America. And there he is. Suspect arrested after stabbing at Mall of America. 20-year-old suspect. Bloomington police said the incident happened Sunday evening in the first floor dressing room. Again, these are the most wicked devils that you could bring over from Islam. I mean, absolutely 100% have focused on the butchering and the slaughter and the raping of Christians in Somalia. Okay, And that's who Obama and them were absolutely 100% um, emphatic about getting over here. I mean, I mean, I'm among a lot of other wicked devils from the Middle East, but these are the, I mean, you couldn't get much worse than these devils. I mean, these are savages we're talking about here and bringing them over into, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's on to say the people didn't do anything on the surveillance camera. He just walks over and starts stabbing them. I, I really, if there's anything you could watch during this and and again this is a big reason i'm playing this i didn't find this footage anywhere else this isn't his footage but the footage they play in here of this mall 
made my skin crawl. I could not believe what I was seeing. The level of, of Muslims that have taken over the Mall of America, the largest mall in America. It is, I mean, it is like a third world country there. It is literally women one after another in absolute, and we're not just talking about like the hijabs or whatever, some kind of covering over there. We're talking about full burqas, a lot of them are in you know where you can only see the eyes and stuff like that and in or maybe the eyes and the face but i mean it's it's chilling and then all of their families because that is the one of their main goals a lot of the times when they move in a country it's not even so much to yes they want to try to convert people but but who in god's green earth would want to convert to this wicked religion of, of satan so what they do is when they when they get over there they breed you out of existence and this is what they're doing they're breeding and breeding and breeding now, our government you know, have them on these big, um, with the welfare system and all the other things that they have been granted. And I've documented a lot of this where, where you have Muslim women, you know, driving around in these luxury cars with, um, Prada, whatever that, that is, but you know, designer handbags and designer shoes, literally using, you know, food stamp cards at these, at these things. And they've got, you know, 10 kids trailing behind them. It's all being done on purpose by design to destroy America. They're, they're already well ahead of schedule over in Europe. They're doing the same thing over there. I mean, Sweden is, is like a third world hellhole at this point. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And again, I'm not going to do a whole study on Islam here. I've done many, many on that. But again, I always like to keep you up to date with what's going on here. So if you're a radio listener... You probably know that we also simulcast via television on some cable systems and UHF VHF, VHF stations, uh, as well as streams on the Internet, so that we can document what we're saying, not just make claims. That's why I pioneered, really about 19 years ago, simulcasting video with my radio show, not just a webcam, so I could show people news articles, show people documents, show people bills, show people legislation. That was really back in the day before the internet was so prolific where you could just go search any bill or find any piece of news you wanted, and then folks would just say I was making it up. So I began to show people, well, that's what we do. But if you are a radio listener, if you go to Infowars.com forward slash show, you can actually see what I'm talking about. Mall of America yesterday was about 95% Somali. Now, that's the main area where they've been resettling for 40-plus years, the U.S. government. And here they're showing footage inside Mall of America. This is not Photoshopped. This is real footage inside of Mall of America, and you cannot believe the takeover. 95% Somali. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that, okay? I mean, the most, th this group is more bent on the destruction of Christians and in killing them <laughs> and doing the most sadistic things you could even imagine. And this is who our government's bringing over. Started really mostly with Obama um, during that. Not to say that Bush wouldn't have done it, not to say that that wasn't going on at all, but it really stepped up. And I mean, it, Obama being a Muslim, being raised as a Muslim, and that's a that's an absolute fact that can be easily verified well this was very very near and dear to his devil heart has been bringing muslims in from the most suppressive most radical muslim nation in the world where women are sold at slave auctions to this day and it has the i, I mean it is just 
droves of women in in full burkas. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot with the total face covering, but I mean, I'm talking everything's but covered but the face. And I mean, it, it's just, it's literally, I can't even believe this is America. Murder rate in the world, and women are seen as basically animals. Now, our government, as part of the diversity visa program, has colonized Minnesota with Somalis. And every few days, I hear about a Somali stabbing someone or running over someone or shooting someone. Sometimes the police officers in Minnesota that are Somali just randomly shoot people. That's been the news. And it's, I guess, the culture, you could say. Everybody knows about... Now, if these were white Christians doing this, in particular white Christians, because that's the source of all evil on the planet, according to everything i am seen, okay... I've documented that over and over. Could you imagine the outcry? Can you imagine the outcry if there were white Christians out there stabbing anybody without cause? I mean, especially if they were like a Muslim, okay, or, or another eth ethnic group, okay, black, Hispanic, whatever. Could you imagine the unbelievable out? I mean, and again, even a black Christian, if he was doing it, it wouldn't fit the narrative nearly as well as it would be if it was a white Christian male doing it. Okay, I'm not saying there would be any outcry if it was a Hispanic Christian or black. I'm saying there would be much more of an outcry. And it would be front page news for literally weeks. And a demonization campaign for, for that would never end. But they can do this all day long. They can stab white people. They can stab infidels and it's it's typically white people they stab i'm sorry but that's that's a statistical fact i mean even looking at in europe all of the raping that is going on and they target and particularly if if you have blonde hair blue eyes that's really what they like to target and i'm, I'm just saying that is what they have been brought over here to do okay and and i'm not going to apologize for what they're doing is i guess the whole point so let's go forward Somalia and the, the pirates and all the rest of it. So this is being done. They're being brought into the country. And then every time there's a new attack, it just gets shuffled under the rug. Here's, here's a report by uh, CNN. Somalis finding their place in Minnesota has these burqa-clad um, Somali women in a bowling alley. Bowling. Oh, isn't that wonderful? A look at the day-to-day -day lives of people in Minnesota's Somali community, the largest in the United What's States. What's really going on? But isn't that wonderful? Here's the attack. Suspect arrested after stabbing at Mall of America. We need to have a, a, a I mean, if I was president, we would have a policy just like Japan, where they're not allowed in. You're, they're not allowed to actually come here and live. Okay, I believe you can go there maybe on temporary, possibly temporary visas, but you can't go there to actually live. And guess what? They've got no Islamic crime at all. Imagine that. But see, that's not politically correct. You can't do that. And I don't care if they're if they're black Somalis, if they're if they're Som if they're um, Middle Eastern Somalis, if they're white Somalis, or I mean, I'm sorry white muslims black muslims or somali muslims i don't care i wouldn't have any of them living in this this is a culture of death 
that is taught in its own unholy writings, an unholy book, the Quran, to kill and slay and behead the infidels and subjugate the women, and it's okay to rape them, it's okay to lie to them, it's okay to cheat them, it's okay to take from them, it's okay to kill them, okay? That's just common sense to me. You keep, you keep a death cult like that out of your country. And I don't care if it's politically incorrect to say that. I could care less. You keep a devil death cult like that. I mean, in the, the Bible's replete with this. I mean, if you found two men laying with each other, you didn't just let them go on and do their thing. You took them out and you stoned them. Now, I'm not saying do that. I'm saying the Bible is replete with separating from pagans and these types of devils and the gay community and that will look at Sodom and Gomorrah. God rained down fire and brimstone. Am I supposed to apologize for that? You know? And Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah and as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. What were the days of Lot? Well, that was Sodom and Gomorrah. So we should be on the lookout for these things. And, and, and it's obviously around us everywhere we go, pretty much. I mean, depending on where you live. And then Time Magazine, Newsweek, and others have headlines. Oh, look, Somalis finding their way in America. And it shows them at the swimming pool. And, and again, let me clarify that point again, too. The reason that God did that with Sodom and Gomorrah, the reason God did that with if a man lay with a man, if a woman lay with a woman, if a man lay with a beast, okay, it was a death sentence. If there was a witch, witches in the land, you killed them, okay? Why did God do it? Because he was trying to show how whatever, how mean he is? No, he did it because it says in there that you defile, or wherever child sacrifice was going on as well, it defiles the land, you're literally bringing curses on the land when you allow this, this type of behavior to go on. All the things that I just mentioned. That was why it was stated. And that's why God said to always separate from them. And that's why God, when they went into the promised land where they were literally dealing with giants, they were literally dealing with Nephilim, that he told them to kill and slay every man, woman, and even the animals. Probably because they had defiled the animals just like they had in the days of Noah. According to Enoch. Now, again, you could say, well, it's, that's a bunch of hooey or whatever. Well, Enoch and the KJV Bible are quoted back and forth, okay? Things in, in the book of Enoch are quoted in the King James Bible. And the book of Enoch also confirms a lot of what the King James Bible says. I'm not saying it's canon of scripture. I'm saying it's an expanded look on Genesis 6 as commentary, okay? And if you don't believe it, just key in Enoch in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and... I did a whole study on this. So a lot of these parallels, and Jesus said it was going to be like this in the, in the, right before the coming of the Son of Man, okay? Whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, pre-wrath, or, or, or pre-trib, or whatever, post-trib, whether, whatever you are in regard to that, those are the days and times that Jesus was talking about with this. And all the stuff going on is defiling the land wherever you see it. And this is why we should pray against it. I'm not saying go out and take physical action at all on, on any of this. I don't see any New Testament Bible for that. Old Testament, yeah, that was a different different era, okay? Um, but again, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. It doesn't mean that you don't, you know, you can't have firearms to defend your family or whatever. I've talked about this a lot. Biblical resistance to tyranny, 
this type of stuff is it, is it more is it more lawful for a or for a christian man to have no way to protect his family whatsoever and, and when when all of this stuff starts when the purge starts or whenever they give the green light to this to just like lay down and let him come in and rape your family and kill them all that's the christian thing to do uh, come on the, the Bible says, if a man provideth not for his own house, he is worse than an infidel and has denied the faith. Providing also means protecting if you do a Greek uh, etymology study of that word. I mean, obviously it would mean that. This doesn't mean provide. Well, honey, I provided for you and the kids. <laughs> Let the Muslims come in and rape, steal, and kill because I, I'm my biblical mandate's been satisfied. <laughs> I mean, come on. Give me a break. You know? No, you fight to the death to defend your family. Period. You know, there's, there's, there's no, there's no whatever about that. Now, hopefully it doesn't come to that. And I'm not saying that's what you want. And I'm not saying that's what you invite. I'm not saying that's what you provoke, but I'm saying if they're kicking your door in and you got to protect your family, you do what you got to do to protect your family, because that is the biblical thing to do, you know, or again, what is, what is the alternative? Let's lay down in a fetal position and wet yourself. So anyway, sorry, I, I I'm rather passionate about that subject wearing their hijabs, their full full outfits in the pool. You gotta see this footage. And, and then again, this isn't backwards. This isn't suppressive of women. No, no, the left says this is good. This is great. Always, always talking about women's rights, the left, and wearing, you know, all of their sick, disgusting things they wear to those, those rallies they have. And yet, because they're wicked, they will absolutely overlook the fact that Islam is the most repressive devil death cult to women that the world has ever seen. I mean, they're literally treated like cattle, like lower than a dog in, in some of the unholy writings. That is how women are viewed. Genital mutilation of their little girls with razor blades, and you're lucky to get one. If, if you pay extra, you'll get a razor blade in these third world countries that's new. Okay, but if not, they're going to use a used one, and I'm talking. They're cutting off their their. Oh, I mean, I can't even. It, it's absolutely incomprehensible what they do to women, and yet the liberal left has no problem. Why? Because they're all on the same team. At the end of the day, they all serve the same devil. At the end of the day, and that devil's Satan. And you could put Allah, the moon god, right into that classification. He's just the pagan moon god from old. That's all that devil is. And then if you go to a drag queen festival, you'll see five-year-old kids holding hands with men wearing no, nothing but glitter glued to their genitals. Yep. But see, now... That just happened in Austin. That just happened. He ran a report on it, and he was the only one that did. And, I mean, it, it wasn't like, well, everything that Alex Jones puts out... It's a, no, it's, it's not. I mean, a lot of it is easily verifiable. Again, I'm not giving a blank... A blanket endorsement of the guy. I've, I've put out many warnings on him, okay? I'm trying to have a happy medium here where if it's something that's easily verifiable, I'm not going to go against him. And he did He did a report on that. And it was right. And it, and it was literally, they snuck um, one of his reporters and she dressed up like one of them. And this was just like last week. And they're in there. I mean, this is, this is the most sick garbage I have ever witnessed what's going on in the indoctrination of the children into this um, transgender thing. Drag Queen Festival in Austin promotes early sexualization of children and gender confusion. Teacher suspended. These are different headlines. Teacher suspended after calling a trans boy a girl. Teacher suspended. I'm pretty sure that was in the UK. 
Again, here's another one. Transgender man charged with raping 10-year-old girl in bathroom. I'm pretty sure that happened in America. And I mean, the, the pictures from this drag queen festival in Austin, I wouldn't even want you to look at them. But they're literally going up there doing like these, these disgusting, sick, a lot of them are like middle-aged men going and dressing up like women, these hideous creatures, and going and doing like these sexualized like a lap dance or some dance you'd see a stripper doing. Okay, in front of these these degenerate devils in this room, and they've got all these kids there, and the kids are going up putting one dollar bills, or I don't, I'm assuming they're one dollar bills, giving them one dollar bills, just like you give a stripper if you went to a strip club, and it was real footage. It's right there, and then and then they're giving their little speeches in between, and then they have the kids come up, dressed up like little boys, dressed up like you know drag queen woman up there doing the dances too and they're getting money i'm not making this stuff up this is what's actually going on this is wickedness this defiles the land this is an abomination before god this will bring god's judgment down on a nation when this stuff is just commonplace and if there's no pushback against it and no prayer going up against it i mean it's it's just it's it's unbelievable so let's go back to this report little girl little boy with a man with glitter on his genitals it's okay because it's liberal it's not sexualization of children he literally only had like some kind of glitter pile over his genitals that's that's the only clothing he had that that creature looked like he was from another planet he was so hideous i mean so evil looking it reminded me of marilyn manson in in like meets like transgenderism you know, meet Satan, you know, I, I, it was just, you can't even believe it. I don't even want you to look at it, but I mean, I, I do give you, um, well, the video's out there. I'm, I'm not going to whatever, but it, it's, it's, it's incomprehensible. And they're targeting little children, just like the common core and the public school systems, brainwashing all the kids and teaching them all the stuff about sex and how to do all these wicked things sexually to one another and that that's liberal and it's good and it's just, it's so sickening. Conditioning everybody. It's not an organized program, which it is. It's just peace and love. And then at the very event, we got videotape of this weekend in Austin. There are women in hijabs there clapping. Yay! Women in hijabs clapping over this transgendered garbage. Now, again, that shows you that truly, when you're on Team Satan... Black Lives Matter, transgenders, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, anarchy, pro-abortion crowd, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, um, the the most hardcore uh, segments of the illegal alien movement. They don't care. They will set aside all their differences. They will clap for you. They will cheer for you. Even though supposedly everything about transgenderism would supposedly be an abomination to islam and you would just take them out and kill them no 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 well really is it because when you have the chai tea boys in afghanistan and the dancing boys of afghanistan and in pakistan and in a lot of these other countries where it's common knowledge that you know the muslim men rape the boys at a very very early age 
and they will basically hunt down little homeless children on their lunch breaks and, and sodomize them and have sex. And it's very accepted. It's it's totally normal. It, it is absolutely part of their culture. That's fine to do. And then they will dress the little boys up as women and have them literally, they'll have parties on the weekends and have them dancing around in like that, um, uh, it's, it's the, like the, uh, Middle Eastern garments that women would wear. Like, you know, if you would think of like, if you were going to do like a belly dance or something, they would have them dress up like that. And they have them dress up in front of like, you know, literally rooms of like a hundred drooling Muslim full grown men, seven and eight year old little boys. And then they bid on them at the end of the night, and they're all drooling like like it's a woman up there or something. Or I mean, I'm not saying that's right, but they're they're acting like it's a woman, and whoever can basically have the most money to bid on whatever boy, they get to take them, and that's their that's their chai tea boy, essentially. That they will sex that sexually surfaces them until they get to the point where they're not desired anymore, where they reach a certain age, and then it just perpetuates the wickedness from you know then on. Key, key in Dancing Boys of Afghanistan documentary there's probably several at this point but that's fine that's fine for them to do that you know so it kind of reminds that, that that similarity kind of reminds me of these women at, at the transgender thing here in Austin clapping for them because you know there is a pretty good element of that within Islam this is the weirdness that the globalists have engineered where they love an authoritarian anti-homosexual religion and then they integrate it in with women in hijabs that are suppressed and controlled at these bizarre events and it's just what Matt Bracken talks about where the Islamists will show up suddenly in mass the first wave they adopt your culture the second wave suddenly they come out in mass. I don't know about first wave adopting culture they will stay separate. They'll play nice. They're not going to adopt your culture ever. He got that totally wrong. Never will they do that. But they will play nice and they will put their best face on. And that is that. That is the beachhead being established. I've talked a lot about this. And, and <coughs> when they're first coming in, they want to put the nice smiley face on. Oh, we're your buddies. Oh, we're just like you. We're No, no, we're this and that. And all they are is a beachhead. All they are is a cover and literally, a lot of times, be, through that cover, through that beachhead, they're establishing a means by which other Muslims can come and they can provide safety for them, especially the more radical elements that that a lot of times will um, be undercover up until the day they're given the green light to actually wage jihad, which is their term for holy war, to literally kill the infidels okay and we're seeing this going on i mean we're we're seeing it happen in, in the uk at a much higher level than america but that we don't uh they have a lot higher numbers per capita over there because of the accessibility they've got you know and, and, and with all the stuff that merkel's done and all the, the ways that they've opened up the borders over there mass as part of islam to condition you and to teach you let's roll that footage for tv viewers of what was happening in Minnesota. This is the Mall of America. This is yesterday, the same day that there's the stabbing. Same day as the stabbing. And this is what's <laughs> happening. And the camera I, goes... I could see why there, if there was a stabbing there, nobody did anything about it because 95% of the people there are Somali. So they're going to be like, oh, good, <laughs> slay and kill the infidel. <laughs> or at, be, at bare minimum, be apathetic and say, well, they had it coming, they're an infidel. What does it matter? I mean, you go to a mall like this now, I mean, you you... I mean, you better 
have the full armor of God on. You better be called to literally go there by God. That's how bad it would be even trying to enter this place. On and on and on. So I don't see, see any... Your new Somali majority. And there, the other folks, they're there, not white. They're just Arabs. They're, they're all Arabs or black Somalis. And I'm not... This isn't against black people. And I'm like... This is really weird. I mean, I've never seen a mall like this that's totally, I mean, it's the largest mall in America, totally dominated by black Somalis. Now, if they were white Somalis, it'd still be horrible. But that's not what they've brought over, okay? It's just, it's incomprehensible. So the Arabs are the minority at the Mall of America, and the uh, black Northeast Africans, where slavery's still legal, and then here is our... And killing Christians is, is basically legal and permitted and condoned. And, you know, I don't care what they say. It's what goes on. New Somali god, Mahad Adradam 20, is accused of stabbing two people from all of America. And there he is. Suspect arrested after stabbing at Mall of America. 20-year-old suspect. Black Somali. Bloomington. Same day this footage was shot. Stabs two in Mall of America. Did you see, did you, what, you saw this, I'm sure, with, on the, on the nightly news or, or, or on some, you know, mainstream news headline. No, you won't even see a blip of this on the radar because this is fine. This is good. This is what we want. Police said the incident happened Sunday evening in the first floor dressing room. It was on to say the people didn't do anything. On the surveillance camera, he just walks over and starts stabbing them. Police said the first victim was stabbed after he returned to the dressing room and confronted Mahad Ababababa, whatever his name is, of Minneapolis, who had allegedly... I mean, this is how apathetic people are. I watched it. Uh, I put out a whole thing the other day on, on all the kidnappings that are going on up there in um, in Minnesota and um, that those areas. And literally there was one where the woman was walking to her car and these guys pulled up in a van... A uh, couple black guys. I don't know if they were black Somalis. They probably were because they're all into into human trafficking as well, and they don't care about if it's an infidel. That's that's a money to them. Not only that, if it's somebody young, they're thinking, well, okay, we can harvest her organs. We can sell her for her organs. That's another big time reason that they're that they're doing this. So they 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 run out and get and there's literally a lady that is like walking near her, and she's just kind of like walks away a little bit from what's going on and she's just trying to go to her car she's not even running or she doesn't even really look back she's just walking there there's these other people driving by and stuff nobody cares they literally kidnapped this woman in broad daylight and nobody cared that that, that i saw in that whole video and it was literally in front of a mall entrance it was it was in front of a target i'm sorry because you know how target has the big red balls literally these big red balls sitting right there and they're just you know you got to be really careful you got to be super careful with your family and especially women i mean you got to be you know be vigilant for your adversary you know as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and they're driving around a lot of times these white days they're even using limos because that will a lot of times think you'll think oh well nobody's nobody that's a a slime bag is going to pull up and, and abduct me from a, a limo no that's not the case at all the one guy was like, he, he was so distraught, he said he went to the place where his wife almost got abducted, and he was like, there were literally vans sitting there at the back of the parking lot, waiting, 
like they were scouting the area out. I mean, that's how bad it is in some parts of the country, and particularly in these areas where the Muslims have taken over, and particularly these small uh, Somali ones, because they're the worst of the worst, okay? They're literally scouting, and they're looking particularly for white women, and that's who they're really targeting. And, and I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, not to say they wouldn't abduct a black woman. I think it's a crime of opportunity, but there's preferential things on their list that they go after children big time okay so we're dealing with a country that is going into satanic anarchy on a lot of different levels and particularly different geographic locations are worse than others like i said when you have this many devils there that are in this black devil death cult and they're praying to allah toward mecca five times a day or whatever they do that is literally mass witchcraft that is going on every time they're praying who are they they're praying to a devil they're praying you know, to the moon god, the pagan moon god. This is defiling the land. This is allowing more wickedness to go on. You're going to see more and more flagrant acts like this is the whole point I'm trying to make. Attempted to steal his belongings. Oh, a 20-year-old suspect is in custody after two men were stabbed at the Mall of America in Minnesota during what police called an interrupted theft. The incident occurred inside the Macy's store. He's been playing this footage now for I don't know how long, and it, it is just all you're seeing are these Somali, mostly women, with their families. This must be where they go to congregate and to gossip or whatever they're doing. And I mean, it is just chilling. You would literally think this is a mall in Somalia if you didn't know any better. And so you see, that's the culture now, ladies and gentlemen. Robbing stealing pirating what is the main culture of somalia pirating and banditing yep all their neighbors hate them sedan won't let them in kenya won't let them in and those are black people that won't let somalis into their country do you know how many people saudi arabia allows in from somalia to come there as refugees zero Zero, 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 zero. Pretty bad when you've got Saudi Arabia, one of the most wicked countries on the face of the planet, and they won't allow these devils in. You know, but we're supposed to take them. Literally, we are their mortal enemies, according to their own unholy writings. They want to kill us and subjugate us. And we're literally paying them to come over and giving them basically free housing and free food and free everything. So they can come over here to eventually slit all of our throats and rape our families. Because that, if they had their way, if they had their druthers, that's exactly what they would do. Because that's exactly what their unholy writings command them to do. It's not an option. It is a mandate. And those that are moderate or lukewarm, they're either going to be killed, Muslims, once you get to a certain percentage of the population. Or they're going to get on the get on with the program. And they're going to be doing just the same thing as, as all the other ones are doing because they're commanded to do it in their religious dogma. Zero. Zero. Oh, but here, ladies and gentlemen, let's just go to the mall and it's 90-something percent Somalis and then you catch somebody robbing you and, boy, you're going to get stabbed. Somebody else is going to get stabbed. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. So 
we have that. Now, I thought I was going to be able to get through all this I Islamic info. I'm going to go ahead and stop here because I'm way over on time and finish up with this, and then we're going to switch gears again. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two.